Happy New Year and welcome to the podcast, Out of Five Stars, a weekly book review podcast. We are your hosts, of course, Jess and Jess. I'm the Jess in the Pacific Northwest. And I'm the Jess in Louisville, Kentucky. Each week, except for last week, we get together virtually with a drink in one hand and a mic in the other to talk about all things bookish. And this week slash month of January 2022, gosh, I feel old saying that, um, we are covering a month of memoirs and we're starting with Broken Horses by Brandy Carlisle. Now, I did mention at the end of our last episode two weeks ago that I had never heard of Brandy Carlisle, didn't know who she is, and PNW Jess is a big fan. So it was very interesting to read her memoir. Yeah, so this one was first published in April 2021, and it's currently sitting at 4.43 stars on Goodreads, which is definitely the highest rated memoir that we've read. We haven't done very many, Mm -hmm. obviously, but I think it's really funny we're starting off with memoirs again because didn't we like hit a memoir or two up top at last year too? Last year we read Jessica Simpson. Just a funny way to start the year. Yeah. Yeah. Which was good. I really liked that one, and... I never thought of myself as a memoir person. Like, I don't generally pick up a lot of them, mm-hmm. but I could be a memoir person. I think I could. Uh, anywho, before we get into it, Jess, what are you drinking? It's January. It's so dry January. It's dry January. Dry January. Like last year, okay. I am also, again, doing Whole30, and today I am drinking my Spindrift grapefruit. Grapefruit Spindrift. Love me a grapefruit Spindrift. What about you? Well, I'm drinking bubbly, also in the grapefruit flavor, but it also has blood orange in it. Ooh, and it's yeah. caffeinated. So I remember crazy. there was a time when I was living in Portland and you were living in Portland and you were obsessed with getting blood oranges. Remember, we went, I love blood oranges. We went to like a million mm-hmm. grocery stores to get you blood oranges because nobody had it. You know, it was just a thing. I when I when I lived in Minnesota, every grocery store, as soon as snow hit the ground, it was like blood oranges everywhere. And I, I think they're the best orange there is. I'm not a huge navel orange person, but the blood orange is delicious. I will pick one up whenever I see it. But yeah, I do remember we were like going to oh, we had to go to like a fancy grocery store. I don't mm-hmm. remember which one it New was. Seasons, it was one probably. of the fancier. Smells good. Walked in, got blood oranges finally, and then some chocolate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, I'm a blood orange person. And I'm also a Brandy Carlisle person, like we said up top. I first started listening to Brandy Carlisle, like, back in the day. Um, my grandma on my mom's side actually really liked Brandy Carlisle, which hmm. is just interesting. I don't know. I Just a grandma liking Brandy Carlisle. I mean, she's got a voice that I feel like a lot of generations or resonate with a lot of different generations because it's just a very pure raw like I know a lot of people Chris doesn't really like her very much because he thinks it's like too screamy Mm -hmm. which I get but it it just kind of gives me the chills when I hear it so I really like Brandy Carlisle and I've liked her for a long time and you bought this book when it came out right I did Mm -hmm. I got it on pre-order and then I just held on to it for a second I don't so what happens with a lot of book people right is Mm -hmm. they get a book (laughs) and then it just didn't fit in but I so stoked to read this I I didn't really know very much about Brandy um like her life herself her life where she's from 
going to go ahead and say this. I didn't even know she was a lesbian. <laughs> Makes sense, though. Like, I totally Did you know that she was from it up the now? Pacific Northwest? No, I didn't. So when I was little, I never really, like, fandomed over different singers or mm-hmm. saw, like bands yeah. that I was really into. I think the Foo Fighters were, like, the only one that I was really fangirling over and knew everything about Dave Grohl. But... So I'll, I'll just say that. Like, I didn't really know much about her, but I knew she was, like, super rad singer-songwriter. Um, so I was just excited to get into this. And then when I picked up the book, if you look at the back, which I thought was hilarious because Glennon Doyle has, like, a little blurb on the back. And I'm like, don't need to read that one. <laughs> but the next one is Elton John. And I also really love Elton John. And he raves about it. So I was like, okay, this is going to be great. Elton John raves about it. And he's, he's, in the, he's in the book People a lot. seem to like her. Yeah, he is. So is our queen, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. So it's just a, it was just a mixture of things where I was like, oh, I'm just so excited to get into this book and learn about her. And now after reading it, I'm like, I feel like I know why I like Brandy Carlisle. And it's because we are like kindred sisters that she <laughs> are... See, learning one is really successful <laughs> and that's really awesome. But I was like, oh wow, she's like, you know, repeated a grade. I repeated a grade. She's lived in a lot of trailers. I've lived in a lot of trailers. Mm-hmm. She loves the never ending story. I love never ending story. There was just a bunch of little things that kept adding up and piling up that I was like, damn, she's just she's like got you. a lot of interest. She is a lot like me. We both shaved our heads and looked like boys for a lot majority <laughs> of our like childhood. I was like, okay, now I understand why I really like this girl. Um, but yeah, also very interesting. I think my grandma probably didn't know she was a lesbian or it wasn't very talked about or something because not that I think my grandma would like be against it, but it's just very funny that my grandma had a Brandy Carlisle CD like in her car and we would listen to it. But Neither here nor there. It's just, I thought it was very funny that my grandma introduced me to her. So I went in blind, not knowing anything. You went in blind. Yes. And I had, you, I, and you listened to the audiobook, right? I did. And which is read by her. And there's okay. some songs that mm-hmm. she sings, uh, like the songs at the end of the, the chapters, she sings those. Chapters. And I purposefully did not listen to her music prior to reading the book. I just, I wanted to go in blind, not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. And I was very impressed. There was like immediately, oh, Pacific Northwest. I know where she's talking about Seattle, the airport, you know, Mm -hmm. the mountains, all of these things. And then she goes to Los Angeles and I know a couple of places down there. It did bounce around a bit, but I really enjoyed reading the story and learning about her brother and her sister. And Mm -hmm. I, I think my favorite part of the story was when her younger sister started dating and got married to one of the twins. The twins. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was really funny. She was like, I'm so protective and there's this age gap, but you know, I I was so interested in the whole dynamic. I didn't really know much about the twins and they seem to be just like an extension of her and Mm -hmm. they, and she, an extension of them. And it was just such a like interesting and odd dynamic of them getting married and divorced like weeks apart Mm -hmm being so supportive of Brandy, even when she wanted to do her solo thing for a little bit. Um, Here's the thing though, I wanted to talk about because I feel like a lot of artists and I'm going to say influencers too, just like generally a lot of folks um, 
what I don't know what the word would be, but like poor fish, like they're poor fishing, like they're trying to say they came from nothing mm-hmm. or had a very hard upbringing. But then you look into it, it's like Kid Rock, like he's trying to come off as like white trash upbringing, but you find out like he grew up very wealthy or yeah. there was just a whole bunch of instances and I see him on TikTok all the time which is fascinating like oh look um, at where I came from and look at where I am now because of all of the hard work that I like did yada, yada. Up that. Mm-hmm. and then you read Brandy's story and she's very open about like I'm very narcissistic and I'm also very like into I had a great childhood but we moved around a lot and we lived in these trailers and all of that kind of stuff. She was like basically putting it out there saying like, this all happened, but I actually really enjoyed where it brought mm-hmm. me and, and how I was raised. I felt a lot of love in my family. And I think that was really interesting coming, just seeing that where she was not trying to come out like and saying like, you know, I came from nothing. It was so hard for me, but she was very humble throughout of, the entire book. Uh, yeah. Which I, yeah, she's very yeah. humble for a narcissist. Cause she keeps saying she's a narcissist, but she seems very humble about it. Like uh, she's humble about her whole life. And even her being a lesbian in a very like male dominated Americana genre. music genre mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, that was just really interesting. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know that she had to repeat a grade and she dropped out of school. Mm-hmm. You know, all these kind of things. It just was very interesting. Was there? What did you think about that? Well, I guess I wanted to ask, there was so many talks about like the person, the guy that would end up being the father of her children, which at first when I read that, because obviously not knowing anything, I thought she would be like another Glennon Doyle where she gets married to the guy, has kids with him, divorces, and then, you know, but it's not, he's Mm -hmm. the sperm donor. So that was very, a a different way of learning about her because the guy she kept in touch Mm -hmm. with. And then- there was um, a lot of traveling. I really enjoyed the part where she said that they did a tour, the pin drop tour over in yeah. the East Coast, where they just performed in music halls without any um, technology, just their voices and their instruments, which mm-hmm. I would totally want to see one of those because nowadays you do just, it's just all technology. So it's a lot of production. I like that a lot. Yeah, there was one point. In that story of about the pin drop tour where she mentions um, the Fitzgerald Theater, mm-hmm. which is in St. Paul, Minnesota, and she's talking about, you know, how cold it was. I, very, very good writing. I, um, I saw this in a few of the reviews was that people, the people who really wanted to get into it were like upset that she didn't go deep enough. In, hey, hey, hey. Folks who were, yeah, so, so folks who were... Uh, upset or like not as interested in the story were the ones who were like, oh, she didn't go deep enough into this, this situation, or she didn't really talk about how this fight played out. And and when I was reading it, it kind of came off as like uh, her being, her being uh, cautious of like telling other people's right. stories. There was one yeah. section where it was like, I was having a fight with Ray LaMontagne and I was like, oh my God, get into the details. But she just kind of glossed over, like she didn't gloss over it. She was just like, you know, that's not yeah. my personal business to say. It there are two sides else. to every story. She that, but she was just like, yeah. So she just kind of moved past it. And I thought it was fine because that's not really pertinent to the story. It it, does, it doesn't come off as that type of celebrity it's, book. It's not like a tell Whereas it's, Jessica, Yeah. It's not right, like. It's yeah. not like Jessica Simpson where we're going into it. We're going to tell every little detail about X, Y, and Z. It's more of like a, 
here are the events that shaped me and going through that kind of stuff. And I think one of the biggest ones that I was like, whoa, about was when she wanted to get baptized as a teenager. Mm -hmm. She had short hair. She was dating a girl named Jessica at the time. And Jessica. (laughs) And the fucking priest was like, are you going to repent and not be gay right now or anymore? And she's like, you knew I'm gay and you invited me to be here. And I really wanted to get baptized. Um, Are are you backing out now from baptizing Mm -hmm. me? And that, that was so, that made me so angry that that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was also just very interesting that she didn't let that burn her from religion. There was a lot of, um, I was actually very surprised that there was a lot of, religion-ish stuff in here. I didn't expect that. But I I mean, it, mm-hmm. if it works for her, it works for her. And I liked that part of the story where she just didn't let it, like you said, get to her. She she could have said, yeah, 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 I'm not going to be gay anymore and just gone on with it and tried to forget mm-hmm. about it. But she stood her ground and was like, well, if you're not going to accept me, then I don't want to be in this church. I don't want to be baptized. And I felt like she earned some of my respect by being able to, to say that and just walk away from being baptized. And still keep her faith, but just not need that group in that community. Yeah. I thought that was totally cool. And then later on in the story, I highlighted this earlier. Uh, Oh my God. It was like one of my favorite fucking lines from this whole book. I had to show it to Chris too. When he got home last night, I was like, you have to read this. Cause I was like listening to the story really loud. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, read this line. When Dolly Parton prayed over me, I believed in God again. Yes. I saw you post I like, that. Who yes. wouldn't? When you have when you have Dolly Parton praying over you, I mean, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I all these stories and anecdotes all over the place were just really interesting stories to tell to bring it all together and and learn more about a person. Like even if you have followed Brandy very closely, I feel like a lot of these stories are um, just a different side of the take of it and what was going on in her mind and then what brought her to write different songs mm-hmm. and things like that. So I think it's really good. And kind of like, um, I guess what you were saying, she's keeping stories to herself because she's not, res- she's respecting other people's privacies. Uh, the big one was where she proposed to her wife, Kath, and she said, I won't tell you what I said, but I will tell you that I only wore a hat. And I thought that was so cute, you know, like you don't, you don't have to like tell us every single detail. And one, another thing that I really liked about it was, cause I'm, I'm trying to like a little bit go back to, cause it did seem Glennon doyle a little bit, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning. So when her daughter was talking about like what she was going to name the book. And yeah. so I was like, oh no, Jess is not going to like this. There's yeah. kids and there's narrative of kids. <laughs> But then she didn't say, like, he said this, she said this, she said that, yada, yada, they said this. She just, it was her account, and it wasn't was like, I'm trying to remember what they said and pretend and just write something just to go with the story. She actually mm-hmm. just said her, her her part, you know? She didn't try yeah. and make anything up. There was one section, the the her daughter, Evangeline, mm-hmm allegedly came up with the name for the book, Broken Mm -hmm. Horses. So that was the Glennon Doyle part where I was like, 
is this just going to be like how great her kids are? Because I'm sure they're great, but I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, it's Brandy Carlisle I'll care about. I don't care about her kids. Um, I was a little, you're right. I was totally worried when I came up to that. I was like, uh-oh, what are we getting into? Um, so you did read, or you had the audiobook mm-hmm. version, which now I'm like kind of, I might get the audiobook version just to have that too, to hear that. But one of the best parts, and I want to know if the audiobook had some sort of version of this to show people, but when she was really coming into her LGB <laughs> scene, she cut her hair and uh, I'm showing. Yeah. It is like the cutest little <laughs> dykey girl thing that's going on. She's wearing a little wife beater. It is adorable. And I guess like if you look at Brandy now, you just see her Brandy by herself. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe she's a lesbian. Maybe she's not. If she's standing next to her wife. Okay. Obviously. But this picture, if you showed me when I was, when I first was listening to her, if this is what she would have looked like, I would have straight away known. And I've been like, hmm, <laughs> what's going on here? I, wait, and I I'm can't like kind of bummed she doesn't have know. this haircut anymore. I love it. I can't believe you didn't know she was gay. I don't really like dive into mm-hmm. things like, you know, I like her music. So I listen to it on Spotify. I'm not like diving into her Instagram all the time. Mm-hmm. One quick Instagram search. There it is. But I didn't know that. And I don't watch people's interviews or anything like that. So yeah. If if her the album had know. this picture on the cover, I would have been a little bit more questionative as a young girl. Maybe I wouldn't have though, because I had a shaved head and I wasn't a lesbian. I was like, no, I'm just a shaved head person. That's just what it is. There was one quote in here though when she was like, you know, I never really had a coming out moment. Mm-hmm. It is just like it just happened. family knew or whatever. But what was it? She was like, I was simply put the only gay person I had ever met. Mm-hmm. I didn't even accept me yet. Should I cut my hair? Am I a vegetarian now? Yeah. <laughs> I laughed. I was like, cut her hair. She's a vegetarian. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It was just really funny. She had a lot of – she was very funny in her writing, and that made it so fast to go through. Yeah. When I was listening to it – Was she funny it- in the delivery when she was – Speaking it, she was funny when I was listening to it. I was walking around with my headphones on, and randomly I would just be like, <laughs> "That's funny," and Chris would be like, "What? What? What's funny?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. I'm just listening to my book. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Um, don't worry about it." Off topic for New Year's Eve, her and Miley Cyrus did a um a live performance where they, they each kind of sang each other's songs. Yes. And I am ashamed of the younger generation because I saw it on TikTok and they were like, who's this girl trying to sing Miley songs? And oh. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh. some respect on Brandy's name. She's the queen. She's, she's I feel like queen. she's getting okay? more and more recognized now, according to what she yeah. said. And mm-hmm. she got a couple, she won a couple Grammys too. Um, and then mm-hmm. let's see, what else was I going to say? She got married three times. I thought that was cool. To, three times to the same person. Oh yeah. To the same person. I was like, three had, she had three different weddings. Yeah. That was three nice. Weddings. Like uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Her wedding pictures are in here too. Mm-hmm. So you don't get any, no, no pictures, but pictures we get singing. The audiobook. The pictures are so good. I love them. There's so many really cute ones. And they do have more in in towards the end of like all of her kids. And you know, I thought it was so 
very again, interesting. She has been with the twins since like way, way back, way, way, way back when. Could you imagine being with these these like twins, the her best friends, her brothers, she basically mm-hmm. says, being in a band with them, touring with them all the time, and now living on a compound like she lives in a compound mm-hmm. in up Washington, in northern yeah. northwestern Washington with yeah. her wife, their two kids, and the twins and their families. I'm like, that's a lot cool. I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people I see all the time. But I like it for her. It's very, very cute. <laughs> I like it. It's a, it's a good support system. Um, it's a good support system. And I hope she gets more horses. Also, what about – I feel like I'm really jumping around on this That's one. But fine. it was just – there's a bunch of little fun stories. Mm-hmm. The The cabin that she bought with Kim. Yes. What – I feel like there was more story there. and. We didn't fully get it, but she was like, we showed up to this cabin and there was like pictures of my distant relatives on the wall. Oh, yeah. And then my car that we had bought was one that was owned Sold by, by the, the owners, owner, yeah. like previous, like a few years back yeah. or whatever. And all these like weird serendipitous things. And I'm like, uh, creepy. Is this like your family cabin yeah. or something? And anyways, she still owns the cabin. That's cute. I thought that was so cute. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. Um, there was one relationship she brings up in the book that I was kind of curious about. She doesn't say the person's name as far as I can recall, but she says it was like an emotional oh, yeah. affair mm-hmm. that she was having, having it was while she was dating woman, Kim. Right? No, well, she was, Kim was the police woman oh, and right. there was like another, like a, a, an emotional affair outside of that, but she never said who it was what it was giving her other than she was just saying it was like an emotional affair that she was in, had an attachment to. And I was kind of curious about that. Um, and I also think it's very like her whole relationship thing from start to finish that also like was just a totally new piece of Brandy Carlisle that I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like she was very aware of who she was from the beginning and her family was more or less like, okay supportive i'm gonna say okay they were okay with it yeah especially her brother was kind of wishy-washy on that whole thing um because of but, his religion. yeah she like immediately knew who she was she was like i'm gonna date this girl jessica yeah. and she's super hot and where did they work somewhere with she was like a photographer or something like that and worked in the photo department mm-hmm. of something um that's so like funny a walgreens my or something jessica like that. And i also worked in the photo department of a walgreens uh just in another life, I could have been Brandy Carlisle's girlfriend. There you go. That's what I'm getting from here. Uh, okay. So Brandy's done a lot. Mm-hmm. She ended up getting married. Three times. I think her relationship is super, super cute. Yeah. But very interesting when the Obama stuff came in because she mentioned something in there that I like didn't really remember, but I was also, what, in high school when this was happening, I guess – uh, I highlighted it too because I was like, oh, I have to look this up later. Originally, Obama said he did not support gay yes, marriage. Yes. And I totally forgot that. Mm-hmm. In, like, I, I heard that too. I was that like, wait, my brain. I didn't think what's about going that. on? And then he went back and like- Had to look it up. And then he, yeah. Yeah. But now um, he's been, he really likes Brandy Carlisle too, the Obamas. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they hang out. That's so cool that they hang out. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was also really interesting just how there was all these different relationships with people that you 
that would totally make sense to have a relationship with Brandy Carlisle now. But the as high women, com- as you, the high women, yeah, the high, the high, the high women, yeah, the that's what women. it is, right? The band with yep. Maureen Morris and a couple other, two other women. Mm-hmm. Um, I started listening yeah. to some of their songs, and that's pretty cool. I like Redesigning that. Woman is a banger. Uh, it was just so. It's such a short book. And I just thought the craziest part about it is like you start off and it's this girl, like this scrappy little girl who's shaving her head, can't really ride a horse, but wants to have horses Yeah, <laughs> and is living in different trailers every single year all the way to like now she's having dinner at Ellen's house and go. having lunch with the Obamas and like praying full, with Dolly Parton and I was like, what? So there was another thing in here that like kind of gave me chills when I read it. She was like talking to one of her producers and they were like, one day I could, we can totally see you selling out the Gorge Amphitheater. And now she's played it now before, but the Gorge Amphitheater, she's played it. And I got my tickets to the Gorge Amphitheater Brandy Carlisle show. Yeah. I'm so excited. Sarah McLaughlin is like playing with her, you know, in the arms of an angel. That mm-hmm. sad, like, SPCA commercial. <laughs> I saw that she was playing at the Gorge. I was like, oh, my God, that's going to be so cool. I've so where are you going with? Because I saw that you posted it. I did. I posted it because I just knew this would not be up Chris's alley. I am going to go with Ida, my really good friend who likes a lot of the same music as me, who's also from Minnesota. And I'm going with Mindy as well. And we're going to go camp out at the gorge. I've never been. Chris saw fish there and he was like, oh, it's the coolest place to go. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a totally different show than fish, but I think it'll be really cool. So So very exciting. I wanted to talk about rating this book because I don't think personally for a memoir, I should, I should rate the book because it's not my story. And some like, I don't know why, like reading this, I'm like, a lot of things are interesting, but a lot of things like I don't resonate with, but it might resonate with Mm -hmm. other people. I don't feel like I should have a right to rate this book because no, you totally have a, do you I? have a right to rate the book. or even like, of course, even me- like, I mean, I don't know any other memoirs like, Oh, this is shitty. I wished you would have like gossiped more or like, this is crappy. Like I wish that, uh, there you, your life was different and maybe it would have made a better story. That's, that's why it kind of seems that way. I, I, I see what you're saying. And I think that's why I generally stay away from memoirs because there's only so much of your like style that can Mm -hmm. come through or your flair that can come through. And the rest is just like things that luck, like you had nothing. It's just what your circumstances that you didn't pick those circumstances. So like, yeah, it's very hard to, it feels like you're rating someone's circumstances, and I was going to have a hard time rating this too because I was like, well, I already, I love Brandy Carlisle, yeah. but I'm going to just try to rate it just as like a story and how she connected these different events in a meaningful and interesting way. And that's how I'm going to try and do it because we're going to have to figure out how to do memoir, like rate memoirs because we're reading them all this month. That's all we're doing this month. Um, I was just not going to rate any of them. Yeah. No, you have to. I have to rate. Damn it. Out of five stars. You rated Jessica Simpson's memoir. I know, but that was before, like, but I actually knew, I knew of her. And then, like, 
I feel like it's a sort of disrespect to be like, I give you one star or I give you, you know, or me like pretending like, oh, I give you five stars, you know, mm-hmm. but okay, fine. I will rate it. Um, yeah, you have to rate it first because I picked this one out. Okay. There was a hair on my microphone. <laughs> I'm going to go, if I have to, I'm gonna just going to go with three stars. It was three stars. Yeah. It was decent. Um, I I like the style of writing. I know some some other reviewers didn't like the style of writing, but I I really enjoyed it. Yep. It was way better than Glennon Doyle writing. <laughs> um, and I like the songs. And mm-hmm. and now maybe like I'll dabble in a little Question. bit here and there in Brandy Carlisle music. So I sent you a live version of the story. I watched it. Did you end up listening to yes. it? Mm-hmm. Did you did you like it? Does it give you? The chills, the heebie-jeebie chills that I'm talking about. It does not give me the chills. I liked it. I think um, I think I've only listened to the actual song like two or three times, but I have to sit down, put my headphones on, listen, and and look at the lyrics in order for it to like Mm -hmm. be like, oh shit, like sink. Yeah, for it to sink in. Sink in, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the joke, I really like the joke. That one was that one was good. The joke is really good. I, I do like that. And it was so interesting hearing. Because the story is like the banger. It's the ultimate banger. It's like, I think it's the most played one on her Spotify, yada, yada. I, I mean, if you listen to her discography, you're like, yeah, the story is the banger. It's the banger. She hits that note and it's it's really pretty. And it was so interesting hearing her talk about how like, she yeah, I haven't song. had. Mm-hmm she's like, I haven't had a banger since then. It's not going to happen again. Like that, that was it. And it's just so weird because it was like the first song. Like it was back in her old first, first iteration of Brandy Carlisle yeah. days. Hearing her say that felt really weird. Um, and it's also just really interesting hearing an artist talk that way about work they've done and work they've done since. Cause she's done so much work since, but she's like, yeah. I'm not going to do something like that again. Well, she did say, she did say that the reason that that song was so good is because it came from a really dark and heavy, heavy place. And she's, she's Mm -hmm. not there anymore. She's, she's a happy person now. So, but you know, going, living through this pandemic, something might've happened that we are not aware of yet that might have inspired her to write another type of song. So I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. So three stars for me. In a funny way too, this is another little tangent. In an f- interesting way, Broken Horses, reading this, this is, I'm such a white girl, made me appreciate Taylor Swift even more. Listening to uh, listening to how Brandy Carlisle talks like, I, I can't write that kind of music because I'm not in that type of place. But then having Taylor Swift be like, no, I'm writing from a new perspective. This is not me. And she can like write a banger album about a breakup and she's not, and she's like happily in a relationship coupled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's artistry. And it was so funny. Cause then I just <laughs> was artistry. randomly on Instagram. It's artistry. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I was on Instagram and I was on Dolly Parton's Instagram uh-huh. as one does. And there was like a little interview she was doing and she was like talking about female artists and country and whatnot. And she was like saying, you know, these are like, she was like, all the women that came before me, all the great singer-songwriters that came before me. And then she was like, you know, and even the ones today, Brandy Carlisle, Taylor Swift. And then, like, she doesn't say any more. And I'm like, 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Dolly. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I just remember there was um, something that I really liked that she wrote about because she said that she really liked country music. She, you know, she said that country music is from the Pacific Northwest instead of from the South. And she said that- Yeah, she said country isn't South, it's Western. Yeah, and she was saying something about like how um, she doesn't understand how women like the country music because it's talking about like their daughters in like skinny, like short shorts, riding like that's all they're good for, riding on the back of pickup trucks. And and I was like, damn, Mm -hmm. that's true. It's kind of true. Anyways, that was yeah. it. So what do you rate it? That's all I needed to say. <laughs> Me and my Steve um, Jobs okay. uh, neck thing. That looks like Steve Jobs, or you said Snape from Harry Potter. Yeah, it was giving me Snape vibes. Snape. But also because we were both just watching the HBO 20-year mm-hmm. reunion. <laughs> That's just where my brain was going. Okay. Well... I don't think I'm going to surprise anyone, but this is my first five-star review memoir and first five-star of 2022. Five stars. It was well-written. Got a little worried in the beginning with a little bit of Glennon Doyle writing style in the beginning Mm -hmm. where she was like saying what her kids say. I don't don't care what they say. (laughs) I just loved it. She was like, she's such a good person. Even though she's narcissistic, I think you can be a good person and be a narcissist Mm -hmm. if she is. I don't know if she actually is or if she just thinks she is because she's an artist and very true to her art form or Mm -hmm. whatever. But I just thought it was very interesting. I love the collection of photos. I think this would be – I didn't listen to the audiobook version, but I think it would be a really good one to listen to audio or get the paper book because the photos are really fun. Yeah. The, like, little baby Brandy with 80s hair and the – 90s brandy who looks like a lesbian out of at the bar at the back of the bar who's like wearing a wife beater i'm like yes please okay five stars i thought it was five stars i thought it was great and i just i there were so many little passages that i i had to highlight that Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm I'm usually not an highlighter like i don't usually highlight in my books but i thought this one was going to be a highlight book i may also pass it along to someone who likes Brandy Carlisle with my highlights and little notes in it. And I think that would be, that'd be cute. A nice little thing to pass back and forth. All right. Our first bad stars, bad reviews of 2022. Got to remember to say 2022, not 2021. Um, I picked two from Goodreads. It only has 68 one-star reviews. So and the people that didn't like it, they wrote a lot. So I picked a couple small ones for us to read. I did notice that when I was uh, shuffling through Goodreads, I was like, geez, the people who hated it, like, wrote a, wrote a, yeah, wrote their own novel. essay on why they did not like it. Yeah. Um, okay. Donita rated it one star. Very disappointing read. I could not finish it. Boring and narcissistic. She's not wrong there. The last part. It wasn't boring. Like, I was... I mean, I was, narcissistic. To be honest, I was a little afraid that I, it was going to be boring to me because I did. I wasn't invested in this person. I was like, why am I going to read this? I thought it was going to be boring. The first maybe two chapters, I was like, meh. And then I, I got into it. I was like, okay, now I'm invested. I need to get into this. Real quick before you read the next one. 
So the last memoir we read was that Jessica Simpson one. And I remember telling you, like, it took me so long to read because I had to keep Googling things. Mm -hmm. Like she would mention a really in-depth interview fight with some guy, Mm -hmm. or she would mention an interview or a performance. And I'd have to go look it up or like look up the picture, the chili cook-off picture. Like I had to look up these things. I didn't have to look up anything because what Brandy wanted to get into, she got into what she thought was not necessary to get deep into you just move through it and then any picture that she was like this is a picture that's i'm talking about in the book there's the picture of her and elton john i'm like okay there's her and the obamas there's her and dolly parton like it's there i like that that so i don't have to look anything up Mm -hmm. it was so so fast to read all right welsi pena or i'm gonna say welsi pena i'm assuming that's an enye rated it one star and they said difficult to follow felt very disjointed it feels like she's always telling half the story, assuming that we know the rest. And I did not. Well, maybe she isn't assuming. Maybe she's just not telling you in the other half because it's none of your damn business. That's that's the vibe I got was like, especially when it pertained to another famous even, person. Even though you're like, like not- oh, I really want to know. But it's like she she did so well at setting boundaries. And I mm-hmm. think that's why people are like, because, you know, when you see a um, a celebrity or you're trying to learn about them, you're, you feel like you are, what's the word, privileged or entitled. You're entitled to know everything about yeah, them because titled. they put themselves out there so you should know everything about them. And she mm-hmm. did a good job at setting the boundaries and being like, yes, this part of me is public, but this other half is just for me and my family and the people whose lives this is about. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. First, yeah. first one down. I agree. Was it good? Even though you didn't listen to Brandy Carlisle before? Yeah, it was good. Good. It was good. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, I, it's always like interesting when you pick up a memoir that is about something or someone you have no idea. Cause that's a couple of the next ones. I, we, we don't know that much about the person or have no idea who they are, but mm-hmm. still should be fun. So, Next week, we are going to be discussing Somebody's Daughter by Ashley C. Ford. Don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you're listening to podcasts, and you can find us on all of the social medias at Out of Five Stars, and that is Outa with two Ts. Happy reading, everyone. Happy reading. Cheers. 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 <laughs>